are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to the final show of the first season of Keeping It Real with Jimbo. And I wanted to thank everybody, uh, you know, for for the first few shows that we've done. And, you know, we're going to be taking a break for a little bit, and we're going to move into the second season. And I hope everybody tunes in. And Jimbo's going to do a little something different today. I'm actually going to do the show solo. And the reason being is because, you know, I want to kind of circle back and kind of go over some things that that are really going to, you know, kind of near and dear to what I know and what I do best and what I preach on more or less a daily basis. You know, the last few shows we've talked about going hunting, we've talked about going fishing, we talked about, you know, doing the right thing with with teenagers. We've, you know, we've talked about a few different things. But let's kind of circle back and kind of go back to, you know, what Jimbo knows. And that's going to be a little bit about the more, you know, the health and fitness world. So what we're going to close out on this final show of the season is going to be the five factors of fitness. And, you know, if if you've been thinking about it, just do it. If you're going to do it, have a plan and do it the right way. You know, that's going to be my biggest advice to everybody out there. You know, getting in better shape and being healthier is not something that you you know, that you can fake. You know, you can't fake the funk. You can't fake it until you make it when you do this. So have a plan. We're going to go over, you know, I don't want to necessarily call it a plan, but the five factors are going to basically lay out what you're going to have to do to achieve the results in your body that you want. And I know that, you know, I, listen, I, I'm not a doctor. You know, I, I, you know, I don't, I, the female body works in mysterious ways and some of these crazy drugs that we may be on these days. And, you know, you know, I don't know. You know, that's not a, that's not a, a road, not, you know, rabbit hole that I'm going to want to go down right now, nor am I going to make any kind of claim to fame to be any kind of expert when it talks to something like that. So, you know, I'll just kind of know what I know and stick to the basics. And I think that, what, you know, what you'll find is you'll find that the result is, is phenomenal. Okay, you know, so let's just kind of dive right in to, you know, let's just talk about the five factors of fitness. You know, and again, I want to encourage everybody out there, if you've been thinking about it and you really want to make a lifestyle change, if this is not something, look, this is going to be hard, man. You know, if you're used to eating a, a pile of donuts and a bag of pizza every day, you know, or whatever it is that you do, you know, you're going to have to change those things. And, you know, these are conversations that I've had with people that come into the gym. And these are real life things. So, you know, sit down, think about it. You know, hey, do I really want to make a change? 
And if the answer is yes, then you're going to have to go all in. This is not something that you can just play around with or fake. You know, if you want to bench press 400 pounds, if that's your goal, whatever your goal is, you're going to have to work, you know, and exercise towards achieving that. And you're going to have to put some effort in and, you know, some some things that you might, that you're not used to, you know, your diet's going to have to change. That's going to be the number one thing, which we'll cover that in one of the five factors. But, you know, it's just a fact of life. So, you know, if you want to do it, you can do it. You're a human being. Your body works just like everybody else's. You know, you're you're an animal. You're you're somebody that, that God put on earth if you want to go down that rabbit hole. So, you know, just think about those things and you know, you can do it. You just have to you have to mind have to have the mindset to do it. And you know, to change your body, you've got to change your mind. And until you're truly willing to do that you're never going to get any kind of results that you want. To change your body, you've got to change your mind. You know, to change your situation, you've got to change your mind. You're going to have to change something. And change is immediate. It's immediate. It's immediate. It's once your mind changes, things will happen immediately. So, you know, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get off my soapbox here, and we're going to get into the five factors of fitness. So let's see. What are the five factors of fitness? The five components of fitness are factors that contribute to the physical fitness and help guide the process of getting fit. You already know that the benefits come when you prioritize physical activity. The trick is understanding what exactly fitness is and how can I go about achieving it. So, again, as it is explained right there word for word in the in the, the Bible of fitness that I have here <laughs> of what the five factors of fitness are. So let's discuss some of the five factors. The components of fitness are cardiovascular endurance, muscular strength, muscular endurance, flexibility, and body composition. There's actually a sixth factor, which I would go ahead and throw up in there, which would be what's called professional assistance or someone to guide you or a coach or to someone to tie everything in if you don't know what you're doing. Kind of like, you know, if anybody's going to ask my advice on going to the gym or getting in shape or losing weight, you have to have a plan. And if you don't know what that plan is, it's got to start with your diet. It's got to start with knowing what it is that you're doing once you get, you know, what, what you're doing. It's like driving a car. You know, people come into the gyms a lot. And they would come in and, you know, you would ask them, okay, do you want our help? Do you, need a, do you have a plan? You know, what's going on? No, I just want to come in and work out by myself. Okay, well, that's awesome. What's your plan? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to cut back on some cokes and I'm going to hit the treadmill and blah, 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 right? You know, and <laughs> it's it's just kind of funny that, you know, they they go – how can I put this? You, you see that same person, they come in, they sign up, they join, right? And it, it, the first day they come in, they'll meet up with a trainer, do their, their brief consultation. They'll say, no, they don't want to do it, whatever. They know what they're doing. They played high school football, you know, whatever, right? You know, they were cheerleader back in the day. They know what's going on. They know, they know the game. They just need to get in here and do it, Right. You know, and even in their mind, they might really know, like in their brain, they might actually know what they need to do. 
But reality is, is without somebody to help them do it, they're just not going to get it done. You know, their husband's not working out with them. Their wife's not working out with them. You know, maybe they need a, a, it could be anybody, you know, but somebody that really knows what they're doing can help you out. And, you know, and they deny it. And then you see them, they, you know, you got somebody that needs to lose 50, 60 pounds. You know, their caloric deficit needs to drop tremendously. And they're in there on a treadmill. They get on there and then they go buy Gatorade. You know, they, they burn, you know, a couple hundred, you know, 50 calories on the treadmill. And then they go back and drink a Gatorade, act like they did something and put, you know, 200 calories right back from the Gatorade right back in their body. You know, that person's like, they're going to fail. You see them come in to work out two or three times. And then, you know, you never see them again. And then a couple months later, they're coming back in and telling you that they want to cancel their membership. And they're going to tell you because their daughter started softball. And, you know, that, I'm not saying those things don't happen. But reality is, is that that person would have came in and lost the weight that they wanted to and had a plan that they would have achieved that goal. And they could have worked it into their, you know, their, you know, they could have worked it into their schedule if they really wanted to. You know, I believe that in my heart. You, you, have to, you may have to wake up early. You may have to stay late. You may have to go during lunch. You know, it may be, it, you're going to have to change something. You know, I don't know. You're going to have to explain to me how some people just working into their lifestyle and some people don't. You know, and some of those people work tremendous amount of hours. I don't know. There's been presidents, world leaders, actors. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We can, we can go name them down the line that exercise on a daily basis and, and still run companies and run countries and, 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 you know, just do all these different things and have kids and have families and have children. How do these people do it? How do they manage all that? Well, it's the, I would think that it starts because they're you know, healthy enough to do it. So, you know, with that being said, let me get down off my soapbox here and let me get into the meat and potatoes of what we're here for, which is the five factors of fitness. So we we talked about the first thing is cardiovascular endurance. The next factor is going to be muscular strength, muscular endurance, flexibility, body composition, right? So cardiovascular endurance also known as aerobic fitness, refers to your body's ability to efficiently and effectively intake oxygen and deliver it to your body's tissues through the heart, lungs, arteries, veins, and vessels. By engaging in regular exercise that changes your heart and lungs, you can maintain and improve the efficient delivery and uptake of oxygen to your body systems, enhance cellular metabolism, ease the physical challenge of everyday life. Okay, so cardiovascular endurance, you know, let's just kind of break that down a little bit more to, you know, skill specific. You know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to want to bench press, you know, 300 pounds one time, then your endurance, you know, probably doesn't need to be very high if you're going to want to run you know, a marathon, then your insurance probably needs to be pretty high, correct? You know, so, you know, you're going to have to train for that, right? You know, you can't just go run a marathon 
And, you know, just after while well, you've been sitting on the couch all day long, right? You train for it, you work up to it, you build to it, you can do it is my point if that's something that's a part of your goal, okay? So what I want to do is just kind of, just in my own words, kind of break down the five components. So the first thing is we're going to have number one is going to be food intake. The amount of food that you're putting into your body is going to determine the outcome of what your body composition looks like, right? So number one, we're going to have food intake. So food intake, all right? I'm going to do things. Hopefully, I'm going to put things in layman's terms where people can understand these things. Um, if, you know, the amount of, 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 you know, calories that your body burns on a daily basis is based on the word called your metabolism. Your metabolism at the rate that your body burns calories at rest. Okay, so you know if if you take one pound of lean muscle in the human body, every 24 hours that pound of muscle will burn, you know, about 40, 50 calories every 24 hours. Okay, every pound of fat in the human body every 24 hours will burn about four calories. That's called your metabolism of the rate that your body burns calories at rest. Everybody's, you know, every person's metabolism is different based on the amount of muscle and fat that they have, right? So, you know, I can't give you an accurate number for each individual, you know, that's out there, but let's just go, let's just say, let's say your body burns 2,000 calories every day, okay? So, if we feed your body 1,500 calories a day, then your body is going to go into what we call a caloric deficit, which means you're, you're intaking less calories than you're burning off each day, right? So let's, and again, this is just basically for mathematical purposes. So if you just reduce your caloric deficit beyond what your normal, in, what your body expenditure is, you know, mathematics is going to tell you that you're going to lose weight at a rate of 500 calories per day. Well, it takes 3,500 calories to burn one pound of fat. So how long is it going to take you to burn one pound? Seven days, right? I guess. I'm hoping my math is correct. Right? Seven something. Yeah. 3,500. I'm not a mathematician, but about a week, right? So just by intaking less calories, if your goal is to reduce your body fat down, that will get you to where you need to go. But there's also other things thrown into play. Remember, the nutrition portion of it, which we're going to get to here in just a moment, which we're actually talking about in food intake, supplements and protein and, and things like that. I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. My point being is, is that you've got to get the right nutrition in that 1,500 calories that you're intaking to sustain the muscle and to live and to have energy, correct? So optimally what we want to do is to take the amount of calories that you're eating and spread them out throughout the day while you're out moving around. So the more activity that you would want to do, you would want to eat more calories before that activity. You know, and if you're going to go to sleep, then you want to eat less calories, right? Because your body is burning less, right? So... You know, with that being said, 
your food intake is going to be your number one and probably about 75% of the results that you're going to get. Again, we talked about the person on the treadmill. There was a point to that story. You know, if you're going to burn, you know, 100 calories, you can't go right back and put 300 calories of sugar right back into your body. You're, you're not a soccer player. You're not a sports hero. You're not, you know, somebody that's, that needs to put all those electrolytes back into your body because you walked on the treadmill for a few minutes. Okay? Just to throw that out there at you. All right? You're walking across the desert. You haven't drank anything in, 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 you know, in a good minute. You probably want to, want to drink your Gatorade. Okay? But someone trying to lose weight, just get on the treadmill. There's a great thing called water. It's tasteless. It's colorless. It's odorless. And if you're eating the right fruits and vegetables, then you don't need to drink a Gatorade. So we can eliminate that. But anyway, again, let me get off my soapbox here. So food intake, how many calories are you putting in minus what you're expending? It's called the law of thermodynamics. Write that down, put it in your pocket. How many calories am I burning and how many calories am I intaking? What comes in and what goes out? The law of thermodynamics, people. That's what's going to help you to lose weight. Just remember that. And again, it's nobody, just because nobody saw you eat the Whataburger doesn't mean you didn't eat it. Just so you'll know. Again, you can't fake the funk. So, number one, food intake. Two, cardiorespiratory training, right? We just hit on that, right? Now we're going to burn some of those extra calories, but we want to do it the correct way. We don't want to burn off too much lean muscle tissue that we're going to talk about here in just a minute because that's your body's fat burning machinery. So cardiovascular, cardiorespiratory training is designed to mobilize and burn stored fat. Okay? So if we're going to get our heart rate to 65 and 85% of our maximum resting heart rate, which you can do by taking 220 minus your age times 65%, or 220 minus your age times 0.8 or times 85%. That will give you what your optimum heart rate should be or your target heart rate or your fat burning zone. The lower that your heart rate is toward the 65, the more you're going to consistently burn body fat. Now, after a certain period of time, your body's going to start to burn you know, glucose and sugar, and it's going to start to take from the muscle to get the energy that it needs. So we don't want to do too much cardio, you know, 20 minutes or maybe what I would recommend. On You can do cardio on a daily basis, okay? So if that's your plan, that's what I would recommend, and that's where you need to do your cardiovascular exercise at. So it's there to mobilize and burn stored fat, to burn off some of those extra calories. So if your goal is to lose, you know, let's just say, 50 pounds, right? And our caloric deficit, you know, our, 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 you know, our caloric, you know, expenditure that we do, you know, that we intake each day is 2,000, and we're only intaking 1,500. So now we're, we're eating less calories. We're going to hop on the treadmill. We're going to burn an extra 100, 150. We're going to move a little bit more while we're at work. You know, we're going to walk, you know, we're going to park further away when it goes, when we go to Target and Walmart, we're going to burn some of those extra calories off. And we're going to do it the correct way. We're going to move more. That would be another suggestion that I would recommend. Okay, start burning more calories. Get up and move if you can. Okay, if you can walk there, walk there. 
If you can't, then, then obviously then don't. Okay. If you have the ability to do it, then do it. So we've hit on uh, food intake. We've hit on cardiorespiratory training. Now let's talk about weight training, repetitive resistance training. People, this is what it's all about right here. If your goal is to reduce your body fat down, which is ultimately where we're going to come up with body composition, right? Your body composition, you know, guys, is, 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 is going to determine your health, okay? Yes, genetics is going to determine your health. Yes, you know, outside things like, you know, smoking, you know, whatever, you know, bad things that you put into your body are going to determine your health. But, but your body composition is, is going to be a major factor in determining, you know, not only how you look and not only how you feel, but, but your overall health is ultimately determined by that. So, you know, just bear that in mind. Um, with that being said, keeping your body composition, you know, I don't want to use the term proper alignment, but, you know, helping the body fat stay down is determined upon how many calories that your body's burning, right? Well, if one pound of lean muscle burns four calories and one pound of fat burns about, I'm sorry, one pound of lean muscle burns about 40 to 50 calories every 24 hours and one pound of fat burns about, you know, four, what would you rather have on your body, muscle or fat? Well, common sense is going to tell you the more muscle that you have, the more calories your body's going to burn more proficiently, which is going to help to determine your body composition, right? There you go. Well, there it is in a nutshell. So the more muscle that you have, the more calories your body's going to burn. Now, I'm not talking about ladies. If you're a female out there, you're not going to be a bodybuilder because you start lifting weights. It's not going to happen. You're still female, Okay. But you need to have muscle, and muscle is going to burn fat. So what am I leading up to here? If your goal is to reduce your body weight, your body fat down, and to look better, and to feel better, what should we be doing? Building lean muscle tissue. Get off the treadmill so much. I'm not saying don't get on the treadmill. I'm not saying don't do a class. I'm not saying do cycles. I'm not saying don't, I'm saying if you really want to see a result, you need to use your muscles. You need to strengthen the muscles in your body. By doing that will improve your overall health and fitness, will reduce your body composition down, will give you more energy and it will make you feel better and it will give you more self-confidence and it will make you look better. So, I can, I don't know if I spelled it out for anybody anymore or how more passionately than I feel about it, but start lifting weights, ladies and gentlemen. Lift weights and have a plan. Get your, get, get your diet together. You don't have, you can eat a Twinkie, you can have a Snickers, you can, you can have those things. But start working out. Start getting life, be in it. Get up and move, okay? If you can't or you're unable to do that, you know, I'm sure there's, you know, I can only use different, I can't work out the way I used to work out. Find and do things that you can do 
to help improve that, whether it's bands, weights, whatever, you know? So get out there and do it. Start lifting weights. If you have the ability to lift weights, then I highly recommend repetitive resistance training and building lean muscle tissue and increasing your metabolism so that your body can burn calories 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. And you can feel less guilty about eating that Snickers or having that margarita or drinking that beer or whatever it is that you like to do. Okay? So, again, we've touched on food intake. We've touched on cardiorespiratory training. We've touched on resistance training. Now let's kind of touch on supplements. Supplements. Well, Jimmy, you talked about getting the right nutrition in the body because nutrition is everything. If I'm cutting my calories down, how am I going to get the nutrition that my body needs without all these calories? Well, you're going to have to eat a little bit cleaner. You're going to have to eat foods that are, you know, obviously, you know, lower in calories and higher in nutrition. You know, we have things we don't all like to say. <laughs> Vegetables, fruits, you know, lean meat, fish, chicken, turkey, right? I'm not saying you can't have a Snickers bar, but, man, cut the Snickers in half and don't eat it every day, you know. Or, you know, you know have a little piece every day and not, you know, maybe the whole bar, but yeah, you're going to have to change something, guys. But the answer to this question is supplements, okay? So where am I going to get all the nutrition from all the fruits? And, well, Jimmy, I don't like I don't like fruits and vegetables. Well, bro, I just can't eat them. They make me gay. Well, here's a vitamin. Here's a vitamin. You know, get you a good vitamin and mineral supplement from a reputable company that, you know, you know, what, just watch your supplements, guys. Make sure, ask your doctor is what I would recommend before you, you know, start buying. Get your supplements from a doctor if you can. You know, get the supplements prescribed to you if you can. If you're not able to, you know, get, you know, look into some reputable supplement companies that are out there and, and uh, you get the ones that are right for you. Okay, but get you a good multivitamin because, number one, why a multivitamin is probably the single most important thing you can do. And the reason being is it's going to give you all the, the nutrition that your body's not getting from foods that you're not eating on a regular basis. Listen, we all, we all tend to eat foods that we like, right? You know, so if you're, you may be deficient in some, so something in your diet that your body desperately needs, you know, that's something, that that particular nutrient, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it is because I don't know, you know, each individual person. So, you know, find out what, you know, again, go to the doctor, see maybe where you're supplement deficient in and start making sure that you that you take those those correct supplements to make sure that your body is, is performing at optimal level and getting all the nutrition, you know, all the nutrition that it needs to, to, you know, to, to be a healthier person. So, and that can come from foods that you're not eating on a regular basis. And a lot of that is solved by taking a simple multivitamin. So that's number one. And what is a, what is a multivitamin? It's a nutrient without calories. 
So now my body is getting nutrients. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not saying just go eat a multivitamin and don't eat all day. That's not what I'm saying either. Okay? It's a supplement. It's there to help you, to supplement your diet, not to replace it. Okay? I want to make sure that we're clear on that. So another thing is going to be, you know, I would highly recommend that you get some, some amino acids, some branched-chain amino acids. If you're going to be lifting weights, you want to take the amino acids, you know, like right before, during, or immediately after, you know, you exercising. And then, you know, within probably within a good 30, 45 minutes of you completing your, your weight training, I would recommend that you intake some protein, which will be another thing that we talk about as well. Um, the rule of thumb is, is you need to have about a gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. So, you know, with that being said, you know, you really want to streamline it more down to, you know, the amount of protein that you need to intake is based upon the lean muscle that you have, not necessarily your total body composition. Um, so, you know, most people's protein intake is, is I'll probably intake about 150 grams a day or more, um, which some people have told me is probably a little bit too much. But I guess we'll kind of we'll we'll we'll, we'll see from there. But uh, point being is that you know most people don't get the right amount of protein that they need on a daily basis. And if you are exercising and you're you know repetitive resistance training, what you're doing is is you're you're breaking down the muscle tissue. You're you're breaking down the muscle and the protein and the amino acids and the protein help to repair the muscle so that it can repair itself and become stronger and grow larger. Um, that's how you put on more lean muscle. So at the end of the day, with without the proper amount of protein, I'm not saying the muscle's not going to grow or get better, but the recovery time is going to be longer. And it, it's not, a, you know, you can overtrain and protein is life, and it's really something that most people lack in their diet. So... You know, most people have a high-carbohydrate, low-protein diet, and it, it really, truly needs to be the other way around. So, um, you know, you start eating more vegetables, lean meat, fish, things like that. Start cutting out the candy and the Cokes and start drinking some water. Water is your friend. And good old H2O from Waterboy. <laughs> right? High-quality H2O. Come on, everybody's seen Waterboy, haven't you? Some people laugh with me. So, again, we've touched on a few of the components. Let's see, you've got number one, food intake. Number two, cardiorespiratory training. Number three, resistance training. Number four, supplements. And number five, I'm going to call this one professional assistance or someone to help you, a coach, someone to tie it all in together. Okay, anybody out there that's watched you know, any kind of sport, if you're into sports, you know, you know, boxing, you know, think about this. Well, I don't need a personal trainer. Well, okay. Does Mike Tyson have a personal trainer? Sure he does. You know, does J.J. Watt? Sure he does. You know, whoever you're, insert your favorite sports star, they have a personal trainer. And it's not that you don't think J.J. Watt doesn't know how to work out or Mike Tyson doesn't know how to work out. Of course they do. But they have someone to coach them. You know, and you get training for several reasons. You get training for accountability. If I'm paying for it, I'm more likely to show up, right? Right? You know, 
you know, even if you, you know, have the exact mental capacity of the smartest person on the planet that knows everything there is to know about the human body and physical fitness and what they need to do to get themselves in shape, if I take you to a workout as opposed to you taking yourself, I'm going to get a better and faster result than you are because I'm going to push you hard. So, you know, you have the accountability portion of it. You have, you know, the educational portion of it, which to me is really what most people think. You know, and I kind of made a comment about Al Bundy earlier, and I like to kind of, I think this is a little bit funny. You know, to me, you have kind of three people that come in and exercise. You know, you have the kind of person that thinks they know what they're doing and don't. You have the kind of person that knows what they're doing and gets results. And those people are kind of few and far between, to be honest with you. And then you kind of have the person that doesn't know what they're doing, doesn't ask. You know, that person's going to fail, which is is sad because they're not going to achieve their goals, which, you know, a, a lot of people want to get an immediate result. Well, you know, it took, you know, years for you to put that weight on. It's going to take some time for you to get it back off. But you've got to, you know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. What are you going to do? You know, so, you know, with that being said, you know, the the personal trainer, I just believe, can help you to lay out a plan, can educate you, can motivate you, and keep you accountable for your goals. You know, and if you have a goal, write it down. You know, and I, I read somewhere, I'm like, oh, you always want to put goals that you Put your goals unachievable so that you're always reaching for them. Oh, come on, man. Start with square one. You know, stop doing one thing. Stop doing that well. When you've mastered stop doing that, then stop doing something else well. Do short-term goals. If you want to win a marathon and you've never ran 25 miles, do you really think that you're just going to just, just okay, I'm just going to go run? Tw- no, you got to start somewhere. Run a half mile, then run three-quarters of a mile, then run a mile, then time yourself. See, track your results. You know, now run two miles, now run three, now run five, now, now track it, see how fast we're doing, see where we're going, Right? And then when you get to the end and you've achieved your goal, you've attained something. You've achieved something. You've attained, you've, attained, you've, attained, you know, you've attained success. Then what? Then if you're still ambitious, then you make another goal. <laughs> and then you make another goal. And then you make another goal, whatever that is, whether it's your physical fitness or in your life or your business or whatever. Make another goal. Accomplish that one. Do everything it is to accomplish that one. If your goal today is to clean your house, go clean your house. Clean your house. Make it spick and span. Then make another goal. So, anyway, again, let me get off my soapbox here. I would highly recommend that everybody get a personal trainer if you have access to one or if you have the means to do so. So again, the five components of fitness, food intake, 
cardiorespiratory training, resistance training, supplementation, and professional assistance. I'm getting ready to close out the show, and I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I look forward to another season. I'm excited about it. Um, if you guys have any comments or suggestions, please put them in the in in the in the comments box. And I look forward to uh, another season with you guys. And I hope that you took the information that I just went over with you uh, to heart. I hope that you guys have some great success. Um, I truly do. So, you know, all you guys need to do is to hit the subscribe button. You don't want to miss any of the other episodes, you know, from the upcoming season. Make sure you put the comments in the comment section. Let me know what other topics you want me to discuss. Lastly, remember, we are syndicated, so the show will be on Up To Me Radio channel and the following popular apps, Spotify, Alexa, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio and tune in. I look forward to serving you in the episodes to come. I'll see you next time around. Until then, cheers, take care, and as always, Jimbo is in it for the win. Peace out. <laughs>